survive the night. Love that that figure. I haven't even seen the movie. What movie? Resurrection. Resurrection. Wait. Yeah. Alien Resurrection. Is that the one where Sigourney Weaver gives birth to a alien? Yeah. Nice. This is called. I remember the, that. Isn't called that the, Prometheus? No, it happens in Prometheus also, but it's uh, like the clone clones of uh, Ripley. She's she's been cloned, and then they try to implant an alien into her so she can give birth to an alien you know i don't know I why implanting a sigourney weaver okay i mean back in the day you know sigourney i remember seeing her in uh, ghostbusters and as a kid being kind of turned on by her character in that movie she scared me so bad she i can't remember creepy. what she was wearing but all i think is she was wearing bubble wrap and it scared the hell out of me Why was she wearing bubble wrap i don't know have we started recording yeah all right. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode two of Survive the Night podcast. My name's Amir. I've got Andy with me as well as Ryan. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing. What the <laughs> fuck was that? What's upstairs? Uh, what was that? Somebody sneezing. Okay. Yeah. That sounded like someone scary. Was like someone was dying or going yeah. like, "Hey." <laughs> That sounded creepy. We should mention, I guess, that we are recording in my basement suite. <laughs> Apparently it's haunted. There's a witch upstairs, but we're going to be uh, talking about The Blair Witch Project, which was a movie that came out in... It was the late 90s, right? Was it? 91? I, I would... Late 90s. Why don't we just tell we you have, exactly. we, didn't, we have not done our research. It came out in 1999. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, when it initially came out, it was uh, a phenomenon. You know, it wasn't the first found footage movie, but... But it was the first one to gain real traction. Yeah. Um, one thing, uh, I guess, before talking about it, I know you guys said you don't remember it, but I remember the release of this movie so vividly, and it scared the fuck out of me. And I, I didn't even see the movie until years after it came out, because I would have been 11 years old when this fucking movie came out. And obviously too young to see it in theaters. But before the release of the movie, there was a documentary that aired on TV. I forget the name of the actual documentary, but it was positioning itself like a, a true documentary about this Blair Witch that apparently existed. Not until years later did I realize that this was actually just part of this viral marketing campaign for this movie before, you know, how, how they do viral mar marketing campaigns on the internet now, uh, which I thought was genius. There was actually another movie that did this that also freaked the fuck out of me, Independence Day. Before Independence really? Day came out, there was this uh, half-hour special on TV that actually was just portraying itself like a, a half-hour newscast. And at the time when it came out, I thought I was watching the news and they were talking about an alien invasion and I was freaked the fuck out. It wasn't until my brother came home later where he kind of explained it to me where I realized that this was just some sort of promotional thing. But great idea back in the day, which is something they'll never do now because they have the internet to do all these things. But Yeah, there's no way to, to, to hide that now. Yeah. But yeah, the Blair Witch Project. All right. 
three film students go to Burksville, Maryland to make a documentary <laughs> <laughs> on the Blair Witch legend. The director is Heather Donahue. Her main cameraman is Joshua. And uh, Michael Williams is the sound crew. Three go missing, but a year later, their footage is found in a bag inexplicably burned, buried, buried under an abandoned 100-year-old house. I know one of your notes suggests that there's not a lot of people that don't already know about this movie, but I think there's a lot of people that don't because, again, a lot of people that were born at the time are like 21 years old now, and, and they might not have been exposed to it at the time, you know, or how old would they, would they be, 22, 23, 22? 1999? 22. 22. 22. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's definitely a movie of the time because it's, yeah, it's just such a 90s movie, you know, from the clothes to the acting well not the acting is can, can we even call it acting no it's it's just all improvisation isn't yeah. it 100 they were given a 35 page outline and we're told to improvise everything so that's all just off the top of the dome that's pretty impressive it is it's crazy they actually wanted to have three men do it hmm. and uh like do it yeah <laughs> i am <the>, 12 <laughs> <laughs> anywho they originally wanted three men to be the actors, but, um, oh God, what is her name again? Heather? Heather, Heather I think her, Donahue? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's the main. Yeah, and well, that's the, the, yeah. they use their actual names yes. as well, right? Yeah. Um, she came in and they asked, uh, basically everybody that came into the audition, they asked, you're on parole, you killed your child or something. I can't remember what it was. They're like, Go. And her thing was like, you shouldn't let me out. And they were like, yep. All right. You're hired. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, the beginning of the movie, they are obviously, they start, like, talking to all the locals about this this legend of the Blair Witch. And was the goal for them just to to learn about this? But they were looking. They were trying to find it. Yeah, they were trying to find it. And so they started asking a bunch of people, you know, about the the legends of, of it. And, uh... Sorry, uh, the actors that played the townsfolk, uh, giving them like information mm-hmm. and stuff, the people they interviewed, um, the three main actors didn't know they were actors. They thought they were actual townspeople. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's great. <laughs> um, it's just like. So, were the, they given directions in to go to this person's house, go to this, like. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I didn't write everything down. I believe each day, because they had to sleep outside in the forest, and each day they were given, I think it was like a small box or something that they'd have to open, and just it just told them roughly what was going to happen that day. So when they're finally, you know, in the woods and stuff, because I'm going to skip skip ahead here. Um, so after a night of drinking, Joshua claims he uh, heard strange noises uh, during the night. One of them was... Uh, he had determined was cackling. Does anyone remember? Do you actually hear the cackling in the movie? Though? I don't think you do. do I don't you? think you do. No. I think you just it's 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 implied be- yeah. because he says it. And then once they make it to the graveyard, after the next couple of days, then they start to realize they are lost. <sighs> so what do you do when you're lost? You this- panic. You get more lost. That's that's what happens. So that is what they do. This is because of the Blair Witch Project, but anytime I think about anything to do with the forest and potentially going into a forest for camping, mm-hmm. I always think of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. And I always think of getting lost in the forest and what the fuck I would do. Oh, 100%. If there's no trail, I'm not going to go in it because yeah. either 
there's the Blair Witch stuff, or if there's like some hills have yeah, or just actual or just wildlife, just dare. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right? So, like, wouldn't it have been funny? Not funny, but you know, they're looking for this Blair Witch thing, and then like you know, just come across a family of bears, and they're just filled by bears, <laughs> and then it turns into what's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> um, the so, Revenant Bear Project. <laughs> Like I was saying, they, they only had a 35-page outline. Everything was improvised. And um, some of the stuff that happened to them, like, oh, I guess all the stuff that happened to them, they didn't know that stuff was going to happen. So, like, when the tent shakes, yeah, one of the crew members actually went up to the tent and shook oh it, and they didn't know. Um, there's one scene... Sorry, I'm. I'm you're, yeah, you're, I'm get, skipping ahead. You, you go, you go, oh, okay. and then I'll get to it. You get to it. It's, it's get funny. To it. It's funny. Okay, so yeah, they're they're at the graveyard, and it's nighttime, and they have lost their map, and then they all like kind of blame each other for losing the map. This is from what I remember is that they actually put put that map, like you you never find out who actually lost it. They just assume that the witch has taken it, or some something has taken it. Mm-hmm. But it actually shows up in one of the other sequels. The map? Really? The map does. Yeah. Does somebody find it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What I would do, basically, this movie would be very, very short. She would come up, pitch the idea, and I would say, no, thank you. Yeah. And yeah. then I would get on with my life. Yeah. But if you're, no, if you're, if you're a struggling actor, not even struggling, I guess they're just... A reporter, though. Yeah. They were reporters. They were reporters? Yeah. She was a report. She was doing huh. a report for college. Yeah, I remember yeah. the college connection. All right, well, what would you do? I'd just be like, I'm not going in the fucking woods. What, are you crazy? Well, what if you were already in the woods? I think I'd just sit there. And then you're starting to notice all the strange stuff. Like, they're 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 lost, and then they start uh, seeing the strange piles of rocks nearby. Uh, they find the seven piles of stones uh, in total. Um, I think in that, in that situation, then, once you're lost, it stops... It, in my head anyways it stops becoming about this witch and it becomes about survival for me because mm-hmm. i don't know how long i'm going to be trapped in this fucking place yeah you to start looking for like a source of food and water yeah potentially. i think panic would set in immediately because yeah. i don't know about you two tough burly men oh yeah but i don't want to camp and i don't think i would last you don't like long. camping <laughs> Like, it's okay, but I'm saying, like, if I was thrust out into a forest and I had to survive... Thrusted (laughs) out into the forest. Um, Also, to talk about the stone stuff, like I was saying, they didn't know about any of that stuff. The crew would come on while they were sleeping and put all that stuff together. Because, yeah, they just don't expect... So... All their reactions are genuine. Are genuine, yeah. Yeah. Up until the end, it's all genuine. Oh, okay. That's dope. I remember this one part in the movie that it starts to get, like quite real for me watching it like i get kind of upset i get upset when people yell a lot in movies or scream i don't know it's a ref- reflex i have but um they're all yelling at each other because of the map is lost and just like just you know they want to kill each other at this point um and then not too long after that uh mike finds a strange uh, the strange uh, stick figures hanging from the trees mm-hmm. all of them are shaped like people almost um, are there three of them? The, the stick figures. No, there's tons. There's tons. Oh, okay. tons. They're yeah. just hanging. Um, they're all like. I honestly like think I would just think that's interesting if it's out there. Like, uh, for example, up north, 
um, there's a place called Fairy Island that you can walk through trails and uh, an artist actually carved faces into a bunch of trees and like a goal is to try and find all of them. Oh, yeah. That's cool. But like if you were say you're looking for a scary creature and you're in the woods and you see these things. Yeah. Then you're like, let's go. <laughs> we found it. Well, what happens uh, when you hear the uh, a baby screaming in the middle of the night? Is that also actually heard? That one is heard. Hmm. So, oh, damn, is it that, or is there another scene with children laughing? Um, I think that might be later. Yeah, you did mention cackling earlier too. There was the, the one of the characters says that they they while they were sleeping they heard cackling in the forest. Hmm. And again, I cannot stress this enough. The actors didn't know about any yeah. of this stuff. They would just the crew would just play this stuff at night mm-hmm. or whenever. And like, there's also the sound of trees being knocked over and footsteps coming from all directions. Again, um, the, they were talking about crew would just stomp around the forest, grab sticks, snap them. Like I don't know how well I would be like to be prepared for that type of stuff. Like bears, you know what to what to do. I think. <laughs> well, a bear. I'm not gonna lie. If I see a bear and it's close to me and I know it's gonna hit me, then I'm just gonna be like, oh, wait, you know, well, Here this we is happening. I guess. Are you supposed to just like make loud noises and stuff? Yeah, like that? So yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, you'd be dead. Um. But yeah, if you hear a baby screaming in the middle of the night when there's no one around. In the middle of the forest. In the middle of the forest, yeah. Terrifying. It's just another one of those forest babies. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are... I'm sorry, I'm derailing a bit here, but do you guys know what a drop bear is? A drop bear? Yeah. No. So I, I had this friend from Australia, and he used to tell me about drop bears, which are basically bears that live in trees and would drop down and oh, attack yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was real. It's not real, by the uh, way, I should mention. But it scared about? the shit out of me. So now I'm thinking, what if they're walking through the forest and all of a sudden this baby just <laughs> falls? Well, bears can climb trees. Yeah. They can, yeah. So technically that could happen. It could. But not as I could. <laughs> it could. I thought, I thought when he's, what, you, what were they called again? Drop bears. I was kind of assuming like it was like Operation Dumbo Drop, where they were like picking up, oh. like, like, like <laughs> they were picking up like uh, bears, uh, like with helicopters and just dropping them, <laughs> <laughs> just to see what happens. Yes. It's funsies, you know. Anyway, Josh <laughs> vanishes, and shit gets real. Uh, Josh, the one that vanishes, got a note from the uh, crew oh to say, "Make yourself absent." It said. At the in the middle of the night, leave, but make sure they're asleep first. So they didn't know about oh my this. God. Again, I cannot stress enough how nobody knew anything that was going on. And he left and bumped into some crew with some flashlights, and they took him to Denny's. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, they. Um, another thing that they did was they kept lessening the food they were giving giving them right. to to make them more cranky and irritable oh my God. and stuff. This is like Survivor. This is crazy. Yeah, like the stuff that went into huh. this movie is insane. Wow. And I think that's part of why it works so well. Yeah, right? it definitely uh, it definitely keeps you on edge just as much as the characters are. Yeah. Um, so once Josh vanishes, uh, they you know they look and the, the, their, their whole camp is kind of destroyed. Their belongings are scattered. Is this around the time... 
when they find that bundle. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, not too long after that, uh, Heather opens up a bundle of twigs and uh, finds a piece of fabric with uh, that was like Josh's shirt. And it's wrapped around in what seems to be hair and some sort of like flesh and maybe uh, some teeth. I remember that. I think the teeth, if there was teeth. Yeah, the teeth <laughs> were real. And they were from one of the uh, producer director's dentists. Um, so real teeth. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, yeah, they just punched themselves in yeah. the face and just, like, ripped out a few. The, the meat thing, though, I don't know what that was. And I can vividly remember it, yeah. watching it so long ago. And even when I watched it, I couldn't understand what it was. No, I, I when I was looking at it, I watched it the other day, and I'm like... It just threw me off. What is this? What are they even suggesting that was... I don't know. And then, obviously, they start to freak out. Well, there's only two of them at this point. But uh, And then there's the infamous uh, video confession with Heather looking right at the camera. Infamous. One of the most parodied scenes in movie history. It's it's, it's another one of those things where the the parody has almost ruined the scene for me. But, um, yeah, she's won, like, I think a Razzie for it. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was... Uh, she talks about it and it was huge. She said, I thought it was so much more real and raw seeing someone actually crying properly. And, um, she also thought the camera was up here. She didn't know the camera was up her nose. Yeah. Scary movie has definitely ruined that scene for me because of the the, the, the (laughs) snot coming out. Yeah. I don't think it deserved a Razzie. I thought that was such a cool moment in the movie. it's, It's one of the better, uh, yeah, more real moments in movies. It's like the real sort of the moment where it all kind of breaks down mentally, you know, like, mm-hmm. and everything's finally completely unraveled. There, there's and she's a like, breaking point. She's saying, yeah, like all the, you know, the stuff about the confession and her apologizing to everyone for, for even suggesting that they'd go out yeah. and do this thing. I'm um, scared. What's that? I'm scared. I remember her you're saying. Sc- oh, you're. Uh, <laughs> <I'm not scared. laughs> I, I thought you were actually scared for a second. <laughs> I'm scared. Guys, guys, I have to confess. <laughs> Are you scared? I'm scared every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how I live my life. Anyway, they bring it, they finally come, uh, uh, they come around to the, the house at the very end of the movie because they hear, um, who's the other guy? Mike. Mike. Yeah. Is it Mike that goes mid? Josh, Josh goes mid. They hear Josh's screams coming from this, this place. I remember those screams too. Yeah. So, um, from here on, uh, everybody was in on it now oh. because they used an actual like dilapidated building, right. and it was too dangerous to just let them improvise this stuff. So, what about the whole Josh thing? Was he back? Did they bring him back, or were they just tell just told everything that that was this was was, was happening? Yeah, probably. I'm assuming oh. at the end they're like he's fine. Oh, okay. I'm assuming they thought he was fine as oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Like, but yeah, basically everything that happens in the house mm-hmm. was staged and filmed multiple times. I'm always creeped out about the, the part where they, they go through the house and they see all the, the child handprints all over it. Yeah. That's just always very creepy to me. That house itself is so fucking creepy. Yeah, and so out of place too, because it's in the middle of the yeah. woods in the movie. <clears throat> not, probably not in real life, but um, but obviously when they're, they're walking through this house... Uh, Josh is screaming for for help, and uh, and then the, the the final the final act. Well, not it's already in the final act, but uh, Mike falls and drops his camera. You assume he's been killed, 
And then the infamous scene where Heather sees Mike facing the wall. That hit me so hard yeah. when I saw it. Yeah. I knew exactly what was happening. I didn't see this movie for many years, be- well, fully, because when I first saw it when I was 12, it was on VHS at like a friend's birthday party or whatever. And uh, I probably had my eyes covered the whole time. Um, That's interesting, because I personally don't remember being scared by most of the movie. Definitely unnerving, slightly creepy, not scary in the traditional horror sense. But yeah, that last scene, even when they start just making their way through the house, and then yeah, finally seeing him facing the wall, Mm -hmm. definitely one of the scariest moments I remember from a horror movie. And then uh, Heather is knocked down like immediately afterwards and right. screams. And then, yeah. I guess since this is like the real big iconic scene of the movie, Andy, what would you do? In which position? You choose. Dealer's choice. Um, I probably wouldn't have gone in that house in the first place. Smart answer. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have, or would have been hearing it and I'd be like, I am out of here. But you heard your you know, good friend screaming from this house, you still would avoid it at all costs. If I saw those 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 handprints all over the walls, I'd be out. So you'd just like you'd run in and be like, I gotta help Josh and then you'd see the handprints yep. and be like he's no. probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I would probably wait until the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Um I don't know Josh. I know that's he's actually a, a good point though, because if he's screaming for help what are, what are you, you going to do? do? Yeah, what am I going to do? Why not just wait till it's light out? I'm going to beat the shit out of this witch with my camera. Like. <laughs> and I mean, we don't... You don't I mean, even know who... You know, you don't even see the witch in the movie. You don't even know if it's... You it's know. a witch. You, you don't even know if it's a witch. Well, yeah, it's yeah, just some even, crazy person yeah. in there too, right? And see, and from that standpoint, I'd be more scared if it was a witch. If it was just some creepy dude in the middle of a forest fucking with people... I'd be more inclined to, with my friend, yeah. go in and try to save my other friend. Mm-hmm. You're scared. You'd be um, more scared if it was just a serial killer dude? Yeah. Mm. You'd be less scared if it was a witch. Yeah, because I wouldn't really believe it. And uh, see, that's the other thing. There'd I guess... always be that thing in the back of my mind being like, this isn't real. It's the same thing as like, um, uh, what's the abandoned asylum here, River Riverview. Riverview. It's not um, fully abandoned. No, not and they're island. actually reopening it too. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, parts of it are reopened now. Yeah. But um, I've had people, like old friends, be like, "Let's go, like break in, let's mm-hmm. explore and stuff." And I'm like, "I'm not going to do that." And they'd be like, "What? You're afraid of ghosts?" And I'm like, "No, I'm afraid of a homeless man high off his ass coming at me." Yeah, yeah. yeah I've I've had, I guess, fantasies might not be the right word, but just like. Thoughts of, you know, seeing abandoned houses and wondering what it would be like to go inside and, you know, what, what state this house is in. I've been in a few. I just abandoned have this houses? Yeah. weird <clears throat> mental picture I, now of you having wet dreams of old oh, abandoned houses. I mean, you, know. you don't want to look at its browser history. It is filled with dilapidated... <laughs> so... Boats. Boats and... You would probably not go in or wait till, um, wait till daylight, Andy, right? Yeah, that... Amir, you would probably go in as long as i had somebody with me i would yeah know which if I'd be technically able to do you had the other guy because right. he runs in on his own right? yeah <laughs> i would be the man in the corner 
and I very much believe this, <laughs> I would be furiously masturbating because I feel like when, ghosts and stuff <laughs> don't want to see that. Like, I'd be doing it and they'd be like, oh, you're next. And they'd turn me around and I'd be like, this, oh, 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 oh. And this then, was, I wish people could have seen what you just did. Yeah, this is a, this is a, a podcast for children and you're ruining it. I need the listeners to know that almost every episode we do, gonna I'm going to say something sexual in it. Because I feel like that would work. Like if would... I was a scary spirit and I was like, I'm going to kill this person and they turn around their dicks out, I'm going to be like, I'm going to let them have their minute I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> I wish there was a way to test this. You know, Please. You find a haunted uh, house, send Ryan in. Send Ryan in. And jerk off. You know, tell the police in advance. Be like, this man desperately needs help. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to come out of that house a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, basically, it fades out after that, right? Yeah. It goes in probably to some sort of... <clears throat> no, I, I don't remember what, what they use as, as the uh, outro track. I think it's just sort of like pretty ambient noise. Ambient noise. Yeah. And it's very creepy. It is. And, uh, so... Uh, I just really wanted to read this one fact here because I just think it's so stupid. Uh, Was it the barf bag thing? No, no. This one is uh, the movie's opening text says that three people disappeared and that their video and sound equipment, along with most of the footage they shot, was discovered. Uh, Yeah, discovered a year later, and this recovered footage is what we're viewing. I don't know why I think that's so funny, but it just is. Maybe because, like... For the fact that uh, they did, um, like, how much did they record of this? But I just, I find it funny because it's like, that's not a fact about the movie. That's oh, just the yeah, movie. It's just the movie. <laughs> I also picture somebody strolling along in the forest having a good time. And they're like, oh, look, some recording equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any um, implication or description of the witch itself? Like, do they talk about presumed understandings of like what the witch looks like I history so. about the I witch also and maybe we find a link to this page and maybe post it on twitter or something uh i did find a really like an old school web page like just bad pictures in the corners of it and some text uh of the blair witch and how it's a real thing and it goes back to like the 1800s or something hmm. i skimmed through it a little bit i'm pretty sure it's not real i um i'm gonna talk to you about something that i i enjoy which is uh this isn't a wrestling podcast oh my god um uh, it's also as a uh, horror action figures and memorabilia but they uh i'm gonna say when that movie came out they did a uh, McFarland Toys did a figure and they wanted to do the Blair Witch but because no one has seen it they just basically made up their, made own, their, own. their own design and it's it's actually quite terrifying oh yeah so I found a picture that I actually and we'll re- be posting that on Instagram yeah. too <laughs> I found a picture that I actually remember from the uh, documentary I was talking about if you want to have a look this is what they actually showed in that documentary of how the witch looks like. It's so why didn't that make it into the... Like, that's terrifying. It's fucking creepy So why did they show anything of that in the movie? I think it, it part of it, for me personally, maybe, one, their budget was like $20,000. Yeah. So they probably didn't want to, you know, get people too uh, amped up to see yeah. this creature. And two, I think 
like part of it is the unknown. It lets yeah. your imagination yeah. run wild, right? And I guess Maybe. again, if people had seen the documentary that was like a yeah. companion to the movie, they would have seen that. Maybe that's why it's not as scary to me now as it was back then, is because my imagination is just so flat now. <laughs> but like other movies, uh, other like you know. There's a lot more, a lot of other movies that scare me way more than this movie does. It's still creepy, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have that same effect anymore. I think it's interesting to watch as sort of like a, a spectacle more than like a, a horror experience. Yeah. Just for the technical aspect of it. I also was thinking about just there. There are people today that identify as witches, you know, and they're not, you know, scary, evil people. No. They're, mm -hmm. they're people that believe in, you know, some of them believe in, you know, pagan. Uh, background and stuff like that. Um, no, and we just get a bad rep for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think this movie definitely is one of those movies that that make it seem like all witches are you know these evil demon kind of people, where that's not necessarily the case. But I, I don't think there was as much of an understanding about that stuff back in the in the late nineties. No, it was just like a, a counterculture type thing for people to be getting involved in that type of stuff. It was all like you're oh you're like you're like a, a goth basically. Yeah, sure. So, uh, when viewing, a lot of people became sick and would vomit. That I don't get. I do. I do get that. Uh, and they did it because of the found footage style. Oh, and why okay. I understand that, if any of our listeners have watched uh, Hardcore Henry, yeah, that movie, yeah. movie made me feel like I was going to throw up. That one is a, is a lot more fast paced. But, but I, you I, also have to think this is from the nineties, yeah. right? No, it, it definitely it definitely would make people sick. Well, I thought. I thought people were getting sick because of how scary it no, was. No, it's definitely from the shaky cam. Yeah. I remember hearing reports of that when Cloverfield came out, too, that people yeah, were getting yeah. nauseous from the just the shaky cam. And uh, so a theater in Toronto said, if you're prone to motion sickness, please sit in the aisle seat so you don't throw up on oh, other people. Wow. <laughs> just, um, you just go down one aisle and just fill with vomit. <laughs> a huge thing about this movie, uh, like I was saying, was it was made for roughly $20,000. I think total budget was around twenty to 50000 because uh, editing costs quite a bit as well. Uh, it grossed over $200 million. Insanity. That's a huge return oh, yeah. huge return and they're actually in the guinness book of world records as being like the highest return i think i think it was something like uh for every dollar it made it was like ten thousand or something like it was it's crazy it still ranks up for like like most profitable movies yeah and i mean considering how low budget it was at the time and how yeah, just how low budget it was. The the legacy of the Blair Witch still exists today. Like mm -hmm. you're still using that property. Mm -hmm. Like there's a game that was released just a couple of years yeah, ago. And a new movie too. Witch. Yeah. How many sequels? Everyone like five sequels or so? No, just three. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's been three. Yeah. So there's. The, I remember Book of Shadows. So that's number two. Yeah. Book of Shadows, which is a bad movie, but I still love that movie. And then I know like the. And there's just it, the, the third new... one is just called Blair Witch. Oh, you meant three in total. Three I thought you total. meant there was, and I think there's talks of having another one. Uh, coming out, but like a redo of the second one. Were the, were the second and third ones also found footage? Second one wasn't. Second one wasn't, and the second one was completely from the studio and had nothing to do with the actual. Um, yeah, it's it's. I love it because it's one of those like early two thousands like teen uh, slasher horror movies. It's really bad, and it has like you know music from the time. It's kind of nostalgic for me. But like it's it has like it's basically about a group of people that go out and and find uh, 
I, th- I think they ended up they end up trying to do the same thing, but like end up in a different place. And uh, I really liked the <laughs> like genuine sequel, the third movie. I, still I, I, seen I actually it. quite liked it. Yeah, it was still in found footage, and they do kind of like a uh, time warp thing to it. I, hmm. I thought it was really cool. I liked it quite a bit. I'm actually surprised that they don't. There aren't obviously there are there are many now like Quarantine Wreck, um, the other movies that you guys mentioned. I'm surprised that there haven't been more found footage films. I guess there's the paranormal. There are. If you if you look online, yeah, if you look, there's you'll find them. a ton. It's yeah. just lower They're budget. so hard to make well. Yeah, that's the true. Thing. The last one I watched recently was uh, Frankenstein's Army, and that one is is not scary at all, but it's fun because of all the they have all these crazy monster costumes, and it's I don't know that one's worth checking out. I'm just going to put that there. I think my favorite found footage movie, I can't even consider it a found footage movie, is, is the first Paranormal Activity yes, movie. it is, yeah. Um, and again, play, playing into what we were talking about in the first episode, just like house horror, you know? That one uh, still scares me. Like, there's some... We'll talk about it, I'm sure, in another yeah, episode, but, will. like, it's it still haunts me. It's very unnerving. It's v- very unnerving. Um, I got a fun one here. There's uh, a scene where Heather O'Donoghue screams what the fuck is that and uh <laughs> i remember that it's uh the art director ricardo marino he's dressed in white long johns white stockings and he's got white pantyhose pulled over his head oh and he's running uh by them Jesus out of camera christ uh another thing about uh o'donohue um even though the film was super successful, she wasn't really able to get much out of it because she kind of got pinholed into that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, did any of them really go on to do anything after that? One of them went on to do uh, small bit parts. One of them went on, I think, to be a teacher. And O'Donoghue uh, began growing medical marijuana. Nice. And has a book out and is doing very well for herself. Is there like many like Blair Witch Project like tie-ins to that medical marijuana? Probably Blair not. Witch Kush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Blair Kush Project. I like that. Um, I was going to ask you guys if you remember when the veil was lifted off of this and you realized that it wasn't actually, or did you know all along that this was not? Uh, like um, actual found footage because when I, when the movie first came out, I actually still believe m- mostly because of that documentary that this was all real. And it wasn't until um, maybe two or three weeks after the movie actually released. I think it was like an MTV award show, and the three of them came out sure, onto right, the right. stage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what the I think fuck? that was yeah. When I saw it at at my friend's like birthday party or whatever, watching it, like it, yeah, I didn't see much of it, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was real. And so like, I think maybe it's like the early stages of the internet. I just... To, to play off that actually, um, O'Donoghue and one of the other actors actually went out to people in line to see the movie and like oh went to gosh. interview them. Oh and the people God. were like, I thought you were actually dead. Yeah. You're supposed to be dead. Like their, I was saying their IMDB pages listed them as, Missing for two years. Was IMDb even a thing back then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Like they they did a really good job of making it seem like. Yeah, it's like almost like the the whole like like a movie we'll never all see, but uh, Cannibal Holocaust, where they had to, the director had to go to court because 
it was presented as a as almost a snuff film. Yeah, and made all of his actors hide after it was. He had to bring. He had to the bring one actor yeah. in to prove that she was still alive. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's dedication to your craft. It is de- definitely dedication to your craft, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. You got any other fun facts for us, Ryan? Oh, let's see. Uh, I don't have too much on this. It's mostly just like the huge impact this movie had. Right. Like, yes, there were found footage movies before this: Cannibal Holocaust, Alien Abduction. But this is the one that really started to put things on the map, and it really opened up a whole new area of filming. Mm-hmm. Filming through, for instance, like Unfriended or Host, where it's filmed through a webcam or Zoom calls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Filmed on a phone, like all these different things, right? And probably like a sort of a boon for amateur filmmakers, you know, who thought, hey, you know, if they can make a movie like this, what can we do? You exactly, because that's what they were. They were amateur, yeah. just out of college, and they're like, we should make a movie. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway of this is if you're in the woods, in a position where there's a ghost or a spirit or something. Or a witch. Or a witch. Just jerk off. Oh. Or masturbate. And you know what? Let us know if it works. What if you're not in the mood? Thank Be you in the mood. for joining us on the second episode <laughs> of Survive the Night podcast. My name's Amir. I'm here with Andy and Ryan. If you want to follow us on social media, let me remember what our social media accounts are. Uh, on Instagram, you can follow us at s.t.n underscore podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at, what is it again? STN pod. And if you wanted to email us directly, you can do that at survive the night podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, please email me and tell me if jerking off in front of a ghost works. Please do. And if you can get some video of that, uh, send it our way. I didn't email. I'm not really sure. I didn't email of all things. What else would they do? Well, I'm not going to give them my number. I'd be like, yeah, here's my personal <laughs> number. I'd like to come over. Can we'll I shoot a movie. Can I fax you this? <laughs> On the next episode of Survive the Night, we're going to be discussing... What's it going Conjuring to be? 2. Conjuring 2. So if you have not seen The Conjuring 2 yet... We Go to your local watch. video store. Go to Blockbuster or Rogers. <laughs> or um, Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video. No, go to... Uh, there's actually still one. We'll just we'll plug them for no reason. Oh, yeah. Go Willow, to Willow Video. Willow Video in Langley. That's a great place. I mean, you can also go to Videomatica. Oh, Videomatica, yeah. Or Black Dog. Oh, I yeah. like that we're all assuming that they're just in this specific <laughs> area. Or, yeah. you know, if you live near the last blockbuster in the world, you know, go there. I think, it, is it still around? I think it is. Okay. I've heard conflicting reports. Anyway, okay. thank um, you for listening. I'd like to also say the spooky season's coming up. It's true. October, coming up very quick. Um, we're thinking of maybe doing some fun stuff for that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so stay that, tuned for is that. Is that more masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to masturbate. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Bye.